0: Hi there, Steve Kaufman here again to talk about language learning. And I wanted to share a secret with you, uh, something that I consider to be a very important secret when it comes to language learning. And that is that it takes a long time to become fluent in a language. To even become comfortable in a language takes a long time. And I wanted to mention this for a couple of reasons. First of all, because, uh, when I discussed chat GPT, I pointed out that one of the useful things that can be done with chat GPT when it comes to language learning is to create customized learning content so that you can ask chat GPT to create a story for you, to simulate a dialogue, to, you know, explain aspects of the grammar in the target language, all of this is content, suitable content, maybe comprehensible content. However, I, I kind of wanted to add that, you know the question is, how much time are you going to spend creating content with Chat GPT? Um, there is a lot of content available, particularly for beginners. Uh, there uh, is a lot of genuine authentic content, but there is a lack of intermediate content. Uh, it takes time to find good intermediate content. Maybe chat GPT can be used as a way to bridge that gap, but ultimately you need to consume so much content. You need to consume authentic, interesting content. You need to read so much, listen to so much that I just didn't want to leave people with the impression that chat GPT was some kind of a shortcut to learning the language we do. And and ultimately you have to engage in the sort of language learning activities of listening, reading, writing, speaking. And so chat GPT maybe has, you know, uh, a function to play there and that's going to vary from person to person, but it's no magic bullet. You often hear people say, you know, fluent in three months, fluent in five days, uh, master the language in whatever, how many months. Uh, you know, books that they sell you, you're going to be at, you know, B2 on the European scale when you complete this book. All of that is not true. Uh, you, you get a smattering, you get an introduction to the language. There is even one person, I think it was Tim Ferriss, who said, you know, four hours to learn, although not master, but to learn any language. Well, yeah, you can learn a few things about a language. You can ask ChatGPT how the language is structured and you can get an overview. But eventually to learn that language, to be comfortable, to understand, to understand what you're listening to, to be able to use the language, you have to consume a lot of the language. You have to l- acquire a lot of words. You have to hear these words in different contexts. And you know, in that regard, and, and this is the other reason why I'm making this video, so I may have mentioned that I'm going to Sweden, uh, sort of end of May, therefore I'm going to spend three, four days in Denmark. Followed up by Ten Days in Poland in May, or sorry, in early June. So, in preparation for that, I've been first doing Danish, then I'm gonna do Polish. So I've been uh reading and listening to this audiobook, very interesting audiobook and ebook about the history of Denmark, learning a bunch of stuff. I mean, every country writes History from its point of view. Denmark is the center of the world for history, insofar as Denmark is concerned, just as Iran is the center for history, insofar as Iran is concerned, or Great Britain is the center, or North America or the United States is the center, or China is the center. Wherever people write history, they put themselves in the center. And so it's very interesting to see world history from different perspectives. And that's what I'm enjoying. In this history of Denmark, which inevitably involves other countries besides Denmark. And because I speak Swedish, a lot of the vocabulary in Danish is already familiar or recognizable to me. Uh, but I have difficulty understanding Danish. But nevertheless, of course, I can go through this book, both the audiobook and the ebook, quite quickly. And so if you look at my statistics, over the last two weeks, because it's just in the last two weeks that I started doing this, you will see how much I have read in Danish, which I've done essentially all on link. I'm going from memory, but I think it's over 25,000 words. Uh, the number of links I have created, which I think is five or 6,000 links. So that's actually clicking on words that I didn't know in order to make them known, uh, or of course, if I turn the page, I get credit for words that I didn't look up. So it's not all words that I have clicked, but it's words that I have added to my known words total. So that's a lot of words in two weeks. If I look at my experience in say Persian, then you'll see that since I began with Persian quite a while ago, just how many words I have read and how many links I have created. What's not in these statistics is how many hours I have listened, because at least in the case of Danish. I downloaded the audiobook, put it into iTunes, and I'm listening on iTunes. So I have listened a lot, but because I didn't import the audio files into Link, I have no record of how many hours I have listened, but it's quite a lot. Uh if I look at some of the other languages that I have on Link, even in a language like Czech, I mean I have less I think I've read a million and a half words. Um yeah. And every time you're reading, of course, it's easier to understand when you read because you can look things up, but th- I'm enjoying the time that I'm spending reading. I'm en- I enjoyed reading about Czech history. I enjoy reading about Danish history. Uh, so it's not as if I'm in a hurry to get out of this activity. I am enjoying it. I will enjoy doing the same with Polish history. But I know from experience that even when I finish this Danish history book, I will still be a long way from mastery or fluency. Uh, I may have to read and listen to a number of books. I'll have to speak to people a lot. Maybe I'll have the opportunity to do that when I'm in Denmark. Certainly my comprehension has improved. My vocabulary has increased. I will be more comfortable. I may not be able to speak Danish. I'll probably reply more in Swedish than in Danish. But if I understand, I'm doing fine. Similarly in Poland, uh, if I understand well, but I reply in half Ukrainian, half Polish, it's not going to matter. Uh, I'm not there to prove anything. It's similar to someone who, uh, you know, speaks Spanish and learns Italian and acquires vocabulary very quickly and reads a lot in Italian, listens to Italian. But still, when you go to Italy, you'll be speaking more Spanish than Italian and gradually you will shift over. So it's just a secret here. Language learning takes time, so it's important that you find ways to enjoy the time you spend learning the language. That way the process itself becomes the reward. Thank you for listening and I'll leave you a couple of videos that cover a similar topic that I've done over the years.